expansion no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Every Christian anywhere in the world should be the most law-abiding citizens ever. It doesn't matter. You don't get scared when laws are propagated. Because that law will never get you. You are above it. (laughs) This is deep. It's very deep. But I know you get it. I love it. Are you ready for what I'm sharing? So you don't need anybody to... There is nothing like... You know when you have a child, you tell the child, sit here, don't sit there. Go here, don't go there. Do you know it's there? Now when the child grows after 18, 20, going, do you have the right again to instruct the child? No. Because you expect that the child knows what is good and what is right. Is that not it? And so you can even give your car key and say drive the car because you know that child will take care of the car and drive and come back safely in peace and not in pieces. Is that not it? (laughs) So in the same way, God took us as children and at a certain point he knew we have grown now so he threw the car into us and said take it. Go anywhere you want to go. Initially, when he's going, say, I'm going with you to the party. But now, at a certain point, you leave the child to go to the party because you know that no matter what happened at the party, you trust your child, he's not going to fool. He will go to the party all right and he'll come back sound and bring you no trouble. That is trust. Say trust. Say trust. So, redemption brought us trust. God trusted in us 100%. Sin made God to distrust us. Salvation made God to trust us. So by that trust, he doesn't police us again because he knew that we are responsible and will not bring shame and disgrace to him. Because we carry his identity and we carry his name. That anywhere we go, we will still behave well and need to be credited to his name and he doesn't need to defend himself because we carry his integrity. Can you, can you handle that? <laughs> Say salvation. Say Easter. So that's what it gives us. Credibility without dent. And so Jesus does not defend himself. So he says that listen, it is not me that will judge you, it's my word. It's my word. So Christ has redeemed us, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. From the entanglements of the law, from the encumbrances of the law, from the confusion of the law, from the restriction. So you find some people, he's a believer, he's trying to keep himself. And I said, You are the sinners. Look at it. That person is operating under the law, he's operating in self righteousness, self imposed religion. Are you getting what I'm saying? But by salvation. He sits there. 
It doesn't matter what you are drinking. He will not be enticed by that drink. Because he's above the law. And he don't have that appetite for it. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? He is there with you by he's in control of himself. He knows what he needs to take and what not to take. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that is it. And he exhibits that thing there. And the people know that no, this guy is in control. I don't need to preach you at the table of men. It's only the guys that understand what I'm talking about. Just give me a wave, the guys, if you understand. Some of them are lost. They don't know where is the table of men. I don't need to preach you at the table of men. But when we sit at the table of men, you should know that you are part of the law. And because you carry the integrity of God and you are there as a representation of Christ who has been redeemed by Christ, you have to know that you don't play that game because you don't need to sit at the table of men. Simple. Do you not get the whole thing? All that I'm saying that you don't need to sit there drinking with men, breaking bottles. Because the truth of the matter is that you are above the law. So nobody needs to tell you don't drink this. Don't eat this. Don't do that. And I showed you a scripture this morning in Romans 8 from verse 1. It said there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So we are not condemned. Forget it. But there is a spirit. Say spirit. Say spirit. That spirit that is working in us is the regenerated spirit. So that spirit now tells you when you are going wrong, it tells you. And I was giving them a scenario. There is a law of the law of sin and death. There is a law which is of life in Christ Jesus. And I said the law of life in Christ Jesus makes you responsible and aware, conscious of your state and of your being. So anytime you are going to do something which is not in line with that spirit, it cautions you. I mean, if you understand what I'm saying. You, you will know. You know and you know. You will feel sometimes you will feel bad. Sometimes you will feel so confused. Sometimes you will realize that there's something in you that is preventing you. Do. But something also tells you, Charlie. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you there with me? So you say that, no. Even though I am not feeling right, Charlie, me, I go go. So have you seen a camera that doesn't want to go on a journey before and is being forced? He, he, he will be bouncing like that. Uh, then when they force him, like, you see him going like this. So, you are going to do that thing. Your head is very heavy. But the thing is that there is some, some joy that is also pulling you. So, you are going as if you have been tied and you don't have your choice. But salvation gives you a choice that you are not being hooked by the neck to pull. You have the right to decide where you go. So, when you are going, the Holy Spirit says, no, don't go here. No, don't step here. No, don't go here. But the man that is sinful, he doesn't care. He can put in one bottle there, put in another bottle here, have one in his mouth. Hey, give me a break. He doesn't care. When he's lying also, he looks at you. Where are you? Oh, I'm in Bogatanga. Meanwhile, he's standing here right now. He's not going anywhere. Amen. If it's about women, he does it. If you talk to me, he gets angry because the truth is that he doesn't see anything wrong with what he's doing. Sin blinds you salvation takes away the cover and makes you to see the reality. (laughs) 
when you see a man that is going through, don't condemn the person because he doesn't know. But the believer is already condemned. That is why I put that there is no therefore no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. The reason is that I'm using the word it's already condemned because for you to get it. What it simply means is that anytime he's doing it, he knows that this thing I'm doing is wrong. So you don't need to tell him that it is wrong. Tell me which of you here that when you're doing something that is wrong, you don't know. If you don't know, lift up your hand. I will pray for you. <laughs> but do all of us know? Give me a wave. And I told them in the morning that sometimes if you don't take time, you come to church and you hear a message and you think like you don't go, you will not come to church. No, no. God did not want you to run away. He doesn't condemn us. He reminds us. He said, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. There is a promise for you and I. And that promise is of Abraham. When you look at Abraham's promise in Genesis 12, God gave him a promise. One of it is that he will make your name great. And I told them in the morning that whenever you allow Christ to sit on you, you'll be great. Because when he sat on the donkey, the donkey became great. Can you give me Genesis chapter 12 from verse one, when he sat on the donkey, the donkey became great, isn't it? The Hosanna and the cloths, who walked on it? Oh, who walked on it? The donkey. In fact, the price of the donkey will appreciate around that time. Because Jesus sat on him. That is the value of we giving our will. And for somebody to sit on it, it means that I have submitted my will totally and completely. So Easter or salvation made me to submit my will totally. Because I can't take control of myself, but I need a power to take control. And when Jesus takes over, I walk through with him. And immediately I walk with Jesus, he gives me a name that is above every name. And I tell people that if I was telling them this morning that if I was, I was not saved, Today, I don't know where Ismaila will be mentioned and it will be a name. Because I am not coming from a family with a name. Are you getting me? But by the grace of God, Christ has given me a name. So I am I have a name because of Christ. You and you also have a name because of Christ. It is not a family name because family names can even go bad. Do you agree with me? But the name of Christ does not go bad. And anyway, when the Holy Spirit has his own way of communicating with me. When I was checking through the airports, I was with my wife. And in fact, one key thing about my life is that 24-7, I depend on the Spirit. That is, that is one of the things I do. I can be working with you, I can be doing everything, but I'm communicating with the Holy Spirit. Whilst we were checking through the whole thing and we finished checking, I was willing. And I was communicating with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit told me something. He said, he gave me three words. He said, do you know the meaning of a reverend? And I said, no. I know the meaning. He said, listen. You put interpret different. He said, the word reverend comes from the word to be revered. Now, to be revered means to be respected and to be honored. So, immediately you bear the name reverend, you are a man who is revered and is respected and is highly honored. So, that is why when you do something, people can talk about it because they, don't, they can't see why a revered person can come so low or so base to do things that is not of reverence. So, he says, son, you are carrying 
the name reverend because you are a revered person. You are a highly respected, honored person. And that is why I place that title upon you. So you carry it everywhere you go. So I learned from it. And he said, they will play with it because they don't know the value of what has placed on them. Because when you don't know the value of a product, you abuse it. That's what he told me. And he said, do you know the importance of the word pastor? And I said, no. He said, the word pastor is to oversee which comes from the word pasture. So, you oversee the flocks and take them to the place where they will grace. They can get good food and get nourished and look good. So, anytime you are pasturing, you are leading them to a pasture. So it's your responsibility to find still waters. It's your responsibility to find greener fields. It's your responsibility to make sure that they were well filled so that the sheep will not lack. And he said, hear me. The word leader is not just a title. But it is for you to provide direction and vision to my people. Because a leader leads. But in leading, you have a follower. And he said that when you lead, you have to be sure where you are going. Because the people that are following you are following your leading. Say leading. Say leading. So if you, the leader, don't know where you are going, where are you leading me to? And this is the conversation I had with the Holy Spirit. My Lord and my Master. I don't know what conversation you have with me, with him. But when I talk to him, it blows my mind on so many things. These analogies I'm giving you is the Holy Spirit that was giving me. Can you imagine how car, rubbish, heaven can make sense? But he took the foolishness of this word to confront the wise. So he said, now you are set to get out of your country, which is salvation. Coming out is salvation from your family and from your father's house to a, a land that I will show you. And he says, this, he said, and I'll make you a great nation, a great what nation. It takes a man to make a nation, which is a generational blessing. I'll bless you and make your name also what great. So it's not only about us, but it's our generation as well. And you shall be what a blessing, say a blessing. So out of my life shall flow a blessing. And we are hearing here that he said he has redeemed us to give us the blessings of Abraham. In the book of Genesis 22, you can go and read it also. He said that we shall possess the gates of our enemies. In other words, our enemies can be there, but we will rule in the midst of our enemies. Like Daniel rule in the midst of the lions. So I will rule anywhere I go. Anywhere you step in as a child of God, you are you are carrying the ability of rulership. And that is the significance and the importance of Easter. You don't get to a place where a juju man, a person will sack you from the place and said, this place you can't sit there. There are some people who are afraid of promotion or somebody is promoted, they are scared. No, 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 no. By virtue of your salvation, you are on top of that office. There is no witch that needs to suck you out of the office. In fact, when he sees your face, he has to run away. That is the power you and I carry. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life-changing, inspirational and spirit-filled books. 
mystery of greatness. At thy word, church membership, the blueprint of marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone plus 233-277-250420 or plus 233-249-393361. Email us refismila at gmail.com. Visit our website icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. He told Abraham, I said, by myself, have I sworn. Anytime you walk with him by redemption and salvation, by himself, is worse. That in blessing, I will bless you. That is why some, the book of Psalms says, I said, mark the righteous man. His end is better. What it simply means is that when you really walk with God, you will never be an entity. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying? I said, when you really, really Work with God. You will never be an entity. You will never be somebody who is not. You will definitely be significant in your time and your season. Look, your time will never pass in the name of Jesus. You will never be late in the name of Jesus. You will not be disgraced. It might look like it is stopped, but God will still bring you out and show himself strong. Because while you are carrying his identity. And this is where I liked. In conclusion. Which is very critical. Which is Easter did for us. And tomorrow evening we will enter into other things. He said, brethren, I speak in the manner of men. Though it is only a man's covenant, yet if it's confirmed, no one announced or asked to it. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He did not say unto seeds, as of many, but as of one. And to your seed, who is what? Christ. And he said, and this I said that the law, which was 430 years later, cannot annul the covenant that was confirmed before by God in Christ. In other words, no matter what happened, the law cannot change the position of God concerning you and I. And he said, for if the inheritance is of the law. Now he's talking about what? Legal things, the inherit, say inheritance. Which you can call it an estate. And an inheritance is always bequeathed, isn't it? It's given. An inheritance is something you have not worked for. Oh, am I right? And the simple definition of an inheritance is something you have not what? Worked for, but you have the right to enjoy. And he said that, for if the inheritance is of the law, it is no longer of promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. And if God gave it to Abraham by promise, what this is saying is that by the death of Christ, we receive this promise as if we are the ones that worked for it. But we didn't work for it. So you and I have a promise. We have an inheritance that we did not work for it. And what is this inheritance? It's long life. It's good health. It's prosperity. Soundness of mind. Joy in the Lord. Progress. Abundance. Expansion. Self-control. Are you understanding me? These are the promises of God for our life. We receive this promise that makes us a whole being in the Lord. Completion of our salvation, which is our spirit, our soul, and our body. So in our mind, we are fruitful. We receive ideas as if no more business. We enter into businesses and we shall do well. We see things in the spirit. We see things in the physical. We have access of spiritual things and we have access of physical things. We have dominion on this earth. We have authority over 
serpent and scorpions and over every power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies at us. We face our enemies and they bow at our feet. We have authority over sickness and diseases. Am I talking to somebody here? We have the life that we need to control. We also have an eternal life that when we leave this earth, we still are alive and we are still kicking because the joy of the Lord becomes our strength. When we are down, we have what takes us to quicken again and we are resurrected. When we fall, we rise up again. We don't remain there. It is a promise. Are you understand what I'm saying? When we are broken, we are encouraged again and we quicken ourselves. We don't give up, not because we are not tired. We don't give up, not because we don't have a challenge. We don't give up, not because we don't have a trouble. But nothing can make us give up or quit because there is the power of Christ that is working in us both to will and to do according to his good works. Am I talking to somebody here? When things become difficult, we know he's there for us because he said he will do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what we ask or think of him. He never leaves us nor forsake us. He is before us. He is behind us. He is by the side. He is everywhere. He watches over us just like the sparrow watches over his children. Am I talking to somebody here? A hair of our hair is even numbered by him and each hair that falls he knows where it fell. Am I talking to somebody here? When we are in need and we ask him, he answers us. When you call upon him, he will be there to answer us. That is his promises for us. He is promised for you and I. They are yea and they are amen in Christ Jesus. Says he never lied. He is not a man that he should lie, but the son of man that he should repent. As he said it, will he not do it? When he promises, he fulfills it. Am I talking to somebody here? You can't walk with him and be disgraced. It's a sure promise. For men shall promise you and they shall fail. I have hope in him because he's the hope of all things. I believe in him because he carries power. I know him because he's there to defend him. He says he's the author and the finisher of my faith. He begins with me and he finishes with me. Why? Because he has a promise with my life. So I follow him because I know he's there for me. I know him because I know he fights for me. And I hold my peace. He said he gave his angels even charge over my life and your life. You see, this thing about Christ is not a joke. When he says it was finished on the cross, he ended everything and transferred this inheritance to us. In Hebrews chapter 10, he says that as long as the testator, who is the owner of the will, is alive, the testament is of no effect. But when the testator dies, the will or the testament became effect. I have a will. I said, I have a will. That is why you are an owner to every land from Ghana to Doime to Pramprab to wherever you have a land. I don't know whether you understand me. You have a land. You own estates. You have cars. You own mansions. You have money. You own banks. Oh, you don't know how rich you are. You are not getting what I'm saying. You own oil fields. You own magnesium fields. You are so rich and you are so prosperous. You don't know who you are. You are an industrialist. You possess things. You have more things than you can think of. All the things of your father belongs to you and I. 
Am I talking to somebody here? For Bible said unto us that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So if the earth is the Lord, then I am the owner of the earth and you are the owner of the earth. It is our inheritance. That is why I said, whatsoever your steps are tread, I have given to you as a possession. I like the spirit of the Jew. The Jew says, I am a descendant of Abraham. So any country I enter into, we shall be a minority, but we are ruling. Am I preaching to somebody? Listen, the Jewish state is one of the smallest states you can compare to in the whole world. It cannot be compared to the United States of America. It cannot be compared to the United Kingdom. It cannot be compared to Russia and Ukraine. It cannot be compared to the, the, the Arab Emirates. I'm understanding you. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you mention the Jewish state, all these places I've mentioned, they all shake and they panic. Am I talking to somebody here? Because they might look so small, but they are so poor and bigger than you can think of. All the intelligence of the world, they can't beat them. All the medicines of the world, they can't beat them. All the riches of the world, they can't beat them. I am a son of Abraham. I am a child of Abraham. I am a daughter of Abraham. I am a son of Abraham. I fear no one. I belong to the kingdom. The Lord is my uncle. The Lord is my shirt. The Lord is my provider. The Lord is my lifter. The Lord is my honor. The Lord is my uncle. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Oh my God, can I preach you the way I feel? You walk and you allow things to intimidate you. You pray as if you are a pauper or you are a beggar. You are not a beggar. You are not a pauper. Hey, you are important. Am I talking to somebody here? Ah, wherever you step, you possess. Ah, you might be a small in number, but you are so significant because you are so important in the sight of God. Listen, listen, listen. You don't know what you carry. That is my problem. When I went to the United Kingdom, the same thing I was teaching them. We walk as if we don't have it. He said, the 450 years of the law cannot even change this promise I'm talking to you about. In other words, if God gave the promise in Genesis and was able to keep the promise through the books of Genesis. In fact, man seen the garden, but he could not touch the promise, which is the tree of life. And angels were guiding it. You think God made a mistake when he was speaking the Psalms. He said, don't ask me of anything, Psalm 2. He said, ask me of the ends of the world. In other words, don't talk about short-term things. Talk about bigger things. Some of you, your, your expectations are so narrow. You are thinking of African business or Ghana business. Ah, begin to think of international business. Ah, am I talking to somebody here? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Listen, I tell God, I said, it's about time you lift me from, from small platform to a bigger platform. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because you see, you are an international bulldozer. You don't know who you are. You, you allow things to intimidate you. You allow things to make you sad. If the law cannot be cancelled, if the promise cannot be, sorry, the promise cannot be cancelled by any law, 450 years, no matter how they attempted to frustrate it and trouble it, none of it was cancelled. It stayed intact and was kept. The seal was kept. The seal was not broken. The seal was not tempted with. It was kept and handed over through generation and it got to you and I. Who tells you now that 
I have the seal of inheritance, it shall be broken from my hands. Am I talking to somebody? The thought shall not die in your hands. The thought will never die in your hands. The thought of knowledge will never die. The thought of excellence will never die. The thought of prosperity will never die. The thought of favor will never die. The thought of honor will never die. You and I have been exalted unto high places, far above principalities and powers and dominion. Can you imagine it? When Christ was betrayed, you and I were in him. When they were betraying him. When Christ was arrested, you and I were arrested. That was the Bible put it. When he was taken to Potosol, when they were whipping him, and the blood was coming out, you and I were being dealt with. The 39 lashes of all the branches of medicine was captured in his body. Sicknesses that were present and sicknesses yet to come were all dealing with by the blood. Because by the blood, he saved you and I. By the blood, he healed all our infirmities. By the blood, we, our healing were taken care of. Am I talking to somebody here? He was able to endure the pain. We were enduring the pain with him. Though you were not born at that time. But because we were connected to the promise, we were in him. Am I talking to somebody here? When he was going to the cross, and he was going through, we were in him going to the cross. When he got onto the cross, and was hung between the two thieves, we were there with him on the cross because Bible tells us in Ephesians it tells us that we have been exalted with Christ and we are exalted with him far above principalities and powers and dominions and thrones am I talking together? we are seated together with Christ in higher places when he went on the cross and he said it was finished he was looking to you and I and he was telling you and I that hey, we didn't come to the cross in vain we were not lashed in vain we were not betrayed in vain we were not insulted in vain. Ah, we came together and we have got into this far and we have finished the course. So it is finished on the cross. The sickness is finished. The shame is finished. The doubt is finished. The challenge is finished. The loss of regulation is finished. The problems are finished because I am beginning a new chapter. I am beginning a new order. I am beginning a new kingdom and you belong to that kingdom. You belong to that order. You belong to that opportunity. I am beginning a new thing. A new thing that you can relate to. A new thing that you can follow. A new thing that you can experience. It is not an old thing but it is a new thing. So Bible says that when he died we died with him. When he was buried you and I were buried with him. That is why the grave has no power over us. Can I tell you something? Listen to me. Some of you will not understand whenever there is a death, I talk about it with passion. Because the righteous does not die. The righteous lay down his life. The righteous determines when he wants to die. You are not getting me. I pray God lift you to that level. It doesn't matter how many threats come upon your life. Listen, the righteous does not die. He determines when he wants to lay down his life. When, when, when you call the death of, 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 of Mass Moreau as a tragic death, but Mass Moreau preached his death before he met his death. Are uh, you understand what I'm saying? When, when Archbishop 
Pepsi Idahosa of blessed memory was going to die. He came to Ghana and preached about the benefit of death. Went to Nigeria, preached about the benefit of death. Sat with people and looked into their eyes. He said, have you seen somebody going to heaven? How does it look like? Whilst he was talking to them, he closed his eyes smiling. The man was gone. Am I talking to you? Kenneth Hagen, I spoke with God. And when God said, I am about to take him. He said, God, I have not finished the assignment. He said, can you give me up to you? God said, yes. And by 80 years, he laid down his life and was dead and was gone. Show me a true righteous son who will die just for anything. You don't just die. So don't waste your time. Am I talking to somebody here? I came to preach to somebody. You cannot be afraid of death. You brought the power of death. You brought the power of the grave. You brought the power of death. You brought the power of sickness. You brought the power of challenge. You broke it by salvation. How I wish you would understand. You broke You broke it. You broke it. One of the oldest preacher, Robertson, is still alive. Because he has a promise with God. Have you not read the scripture? Where Jesus was born and was taken to the temple. And, 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 and what he called it? Simeon came out and said, My eyes have now behold the son of the Lord and I will depart in peace. He is a righteous. He stayed until the time came for him to see the promise. He didn't die. Some of you, your prayers, if, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't waste your life because as a child of God, God will not let you die before your promise is fulfilled. And that's what he was saying. He said 450 years, the law cannot cancel the promise. But the promise stayed until it was fulfilled. When he died, we died with him. When he resurrected that day, we resurrected with him. So when he broke the power of the grave, we broke it with him. And when he became alive, we became alive. And when he was going, he exalted with us and gave us power to rule on this earth. Why then do you allow people to trample upon you? Because the reason is that you and I don't know our right. One of the things I began searching for when I came out of Islam is to set to the Bible by myself and know what is my right and my inheritance, so that no one will bully me around. Listen to me, take everything you want to take away from me, but don't try with my, don't try with the, with the spirit of Christ upon my life, because that one, you can't take it away. Are you understanding me? Because you see, the righteous can lose everything, but when he has Jesus, he will gain everything. Uh, am I talking to somebody? I said, he will gain everything. He will gain everything. I came to speak to you at this Easter. That listen, if you don't know who you are, you mess up yourself. But if you know who you are, the world is afraid of you. Anywhere you step, you rule. Anywhere you enter, you are in charge. You might look your size and your height cannot be compared to the authority and the power you carry. You might look little in the eyes of men. But you are too terrible and dangerous walking. Uh, am I talking to somebody? I say you are too terrible and dangerous walking. If you know yourself as who you are as a child of God, anytime you are walking, you should have some confidence in the Lord. And it is not about pride, it's about knowing. You know that the Lord is with you. And if the Lord be for you, then who can be against you? Am I preaching to somebody here? No enchantment against Zion shall stand. Who is he that sayest to cast when the Lord God has not sanctioned and has not approved it. Thank you very much for listening. 
This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you, I know I'm covered. No greater power.